0: Hi, I'm Tuhar and this is a podcast about flexible working. My guests every week share how they work flexibly and make it work. By sharing these stories, we hope to empower others to start their journey to flexible working. Likewise, those already working flexibly will find these stories as inspiring too. Enjoy listening. Hello, and can you believe it? we're at episode nine uh i'm conf- i'm utterly shocked and um there's so much more to come so it's brilliant uh i've been getting some really cool feedback too and i love them keep them coming but i'll just read a couple out to you so i've got one here from at lux of va uh, on instagram She says, I listened to the episode with Frank Sinclair and thought it was really great. A very informal chat, very cool. Oh, brilliant. So Frank Sinclair's episode was episode six, if you want to listen to that. And I got an Apple rating this week. I did a happy dance. In fact, when I get feedback, I always do a happy dance at my desk. But uh, this one says... Really like has conversational style and so far enjoying stories of the guests. Looking forward to more as it progresses. And that's from S. Lawden. Brilliant. It's just spot on. It's just what I'm aiming for. And as you know, I love my stats. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I um, keep people posted on what I find out. So usually my uh, podcasts, they come out on a Tuesday, and by Friday, Saturday, they get about eight plays. And um, as the weeks uh, have progressed, the, the number of plays have got to uh, just about around 40 plays. Now, things have really ramped up since episode seven, so that's Victoria Doxat's episode, and she... Her episode was released on the Tuesday. And by Friday, she already had 39 plays. She, she'd she already achieved the number of plays that everybody had, had achieved in the last six weeks. But she achieved it in three or four plays. And I think what really helped was that she shared the episode... Um, on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook she went all out and I guess if anyone else who is starting out on a podcast I would say that you need to be consistent so release your materials every week and although you won't get your audience straight away it does build up and to really re- ramp up that build up get your guests to share the episodes too far and wide. So hopefully you're all still enjoying this and if you have any feedback, recommendations, do get in contact with me. My email is podcast at digitalseamstress.co.uk. And on to my next guest, she's a HR consultant and she's been freelancing for a few years now and um, today I talked to her about all things LinkedIn, I completely, Natalie, grill her about all sorts of stuff. So, my this week's guest is called Natalie Stiles. Hello, Hello Natalie. <laughs> you yeah right? Yep. Cool. So, do you want to share with everyone um, what you do
1: and yep. how you work flexibly? Okay, so um, I set up Mint HR Solutions about two and a half years ago. Um, following 10 years I wo- uh, working for a mental health charity as their HR director, um, I really loved my job, and the charity um, work- did allow me to work um, flexibly in some ways, but um, it was long hours, lots of travelling, and um, so when I left there, I decided that my next career move would be to um, to do something that worked a lot more around the lifestyle that I wanted to have. So I decided to set up as a freelance HR consultant, and um, so I now I'm lucky enough I work from home, um, unless I'm sort of either in a client's office, or um, have to go to a meeting. Um, and I'm able to sort of work around things that I want to do. Um, so, for example, I have a horse, and um, in the winter I wasn't getting to ride because it was always dark when I finished work. So now I can go off in the morning before work or um, finish a bit early if it's a rare sunny winter's day and quickly rush up there. Yeah. Um,
0: but you don't just no, have a horse. No. You compete as well. Yeah, I compete as well. Yes. So...
1: Um, it sounds a lot more glamorous than it is, <laughs> very um, sort of amateur level com- competitions but um, yeah I mean if I'm out on a Sunday competing it's a long sort of tiring day so getting up and going to work on a Monday was always um, a bit of a struggle.
0: Oh okay um,
1: So it's quite nice to be able to, to go out and do that and then have a quiet day sort of doing my admin on a Monday now.
0: Yeah. So. And so, but then it's great because it means that you get to like share your week with your fashion base. Yeah. And fit that all in. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. And then um, in terms of, H, because HR is such a wide breadth of, like could be services as it were, do you have a particular specialism or um, range of things? Yeah,
1: I've... My specialism is um, probably the sort of employee relations side of things, so disciplinaries, grievances, investigations, um, and I've been really lucky because I've um, built up some really great um, sort of links with employment solicitors locally. Um, so I quite often will white label for them and go into their clients and sort of help them or carry out, um, disciplinaries and things for them.
0: Oh, brilliant. Oh, that's a different way of like getting work. Yeah. That's good.
1: Yeah. Oh, cool.
0: And then I guess like, oh, because, oh, I didn't ask you this before, uh, like, off air as it was. Like, (laughs) are you able to dish any stories? But I suppose with like disciplinaries, you can't, like, is there any like, is there any really like strange stories or
1: hundreds? <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of any that I can share with you, really. Um, come back to me. I'll try and
0: So, the reason why I want to talk to you today is because I love what you do on LinkedIn and on your Facebook page. I Like, I've, I just love all the posts that you you share with everyone and the stories and yeah I just wanted to um, I just wanted to talk to you about it and like how how did you get started with it all and like how did you like how do you know what you need to do? Um,
1: well, to be honest with you, at first it was quite overwhelming because I think you sit there and you think, well, why would anyone be interested in what I've got to say? Um, and so, basically, I, um, I kind of committed to trying to grow my LinkedIn network. And to be honest with you, I set up a Facebook page, but I ignored it largely for um, probably about 18 months. Um, and I wrote the odd blog and posted it on my website and the odd article on LinkedIn. And then, um, probably towards the end of last year, I came across um, a lady called Tracy Hopkins, who is a... Um, she she basically helps hr consultants to grow their businesses and i signed up for one of her free webinars um and she talked a lot about really investing time in your linkedin profile um being really clear in your headline what you um what you do and um posting 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 she said she posts every day and that she dedicates um, sort of a minimum of 20 minutes a day to, to, to LinkedIn activity first thing in the morning. Um, so I started, one of the first things that she she said was get over 500 connections and um, I think up until that point I'd been a bit precious about my my LinkedIn yeah, which isn't too is, good when yeah. you're <laughs> trying to sell to people. So I, um, I started adding people um, and at first it was kind of okay look, um, what types of people do I need well, Okay, CEOs of charities for example so I would look at those and, and connect with as many of them and then as I became more active I started to um, sort of see people who posted interesting content and so I'd, you know, through I guess connections where my connections had liked their content so I started to, to do that um, and then I um, I signed up for. Um, there was a lady called Jessica Jones that I'd come across, um, and she ran like a. I think it was a, a ten day um, sort of email um, advice type newsletter mm. type thing. So I signed up for that, um, and um, and then I also came across um, a guy called Neil Patel who posts videos on oh, LinkedIn. I follow him. He's really good. So weird. yeah, yeah. Um, and um, so that helped me a little bit more in terms of. <laughs> what to post and how to post it um so there were little tips about beating the algorithms and getting your you know your stuff out there and um Amazing. and then um I was doing a lot on LinkedIn and getting a lot more connections and a lot of my friends are saying oh you know you're all over it like we it's all we see now is you um and then um I was just one Friday night I was kind of like sat in bed like probably like supposed to be winding down and I just um thought right I'm going to join some Facebook business pages and I just put a random post on there about um literally if you do one thing get an employment contract because if you get me in and say there's an issue the first thing we're going to do is ask you for it and um So I put something on there and basically got two leads from it. So then I started to up my activity Ah. on Facebook as well. Oh,
0: brilliant. And, like, you wouldn't think that Facebook is a traditional, like, find work. No. Maybe, like, maybe selling, like, retail is all right, but not really selling yourself, as it were. No, I I
1: think mainly that's because there's two different types of clients I guess for me there's the the more established businesses and sometimes it might be that they they've just got a situation and they haven't got the capacity internally so they need somebody to come in and do a project or whatever and they're the more the LinkedIn type people and then the Facebook is more like really small businesses where an individual will, I don't know so one of these companies was a plumbing company and it was just the daughter who Manages the office happened to see my posts, so but she wouldn't necessarily be on LinkedIn, yeah. so um, oh, wow. I think it's playing to different yes. audiences, yeah.
0: And then, and then, what I liked about that particular Facebook post was that it showed your personality. So, I've been reading up on like, how to improve your exposure on LinkedIn basically, and um, mm-hmm. one of the things is like try and get, um, get across what you are like mm-hmm. so that people. Do like you, or they want to work with you? And I thought that was a great post to showcase that as mm. well. So, and then in our, in terms of other things, like have you tried? Because there's lots of um, conflicting information. Like when you connect to people on LinkedIn, uh, some people say add a little note, and some people say oh don't bother, just connect to mm. as many people as you can. What have you found it doing that?
1: Um, well, the The general advice that I kind of saw was to not add a connection note because that encourages the person to go and view your profile. Um, So I personally don't. Sometimes I'll get people who who send me a message saying, why have you connected with, well, why are you asking to connect? And I'll say, I've seen some of your content, I find it interesting and I just want to kind of, you know, follow what you're up to. Um, And normally they're quite happy with that. Um, And I think it's interesting because there's quite a lot of posts about this at the moment um, on LinkedIn and some people get very offended if you don't send a note. Um, But I've not found, I don't know, I I couldn't give you a figure of how many people I I send connection requests to that don't connect with me. But I mean, I've got about 1,230 connections now in in sort of probably like four months of you know, concentrated adding and posting. So, um, oh my goodness! So whatever I am doing <laughs> is yeah. working. So I'm not too worried. If...
0: And then, like in terms of um, when you comment, because one of the things that hold me back from commenting on other people's posts is sometimes all I just want to say is I love this. This is amazing. But I have absolutely nothing else. Like it's I purely just love it. Like are they, and then I stop and I think, oh do i do I even do that? Like do you I think th- the comments have to be add value?
1: No, I think um another thing actually um that that I was sort of told when I was doing my research, I suppose into it was, you know, if you're gonna um if you connect with somebody or somebody accepts your connection request, then go onto their profile and like a few of their recent posts or activities because everyone likes getting a like, don't oh, they? Oh, okay. um, And if someone commented on, on one of my posts and said, I love this, I'd be really happy with that. Oh, you know, okay. it shows people are reading it, it shows um, that people are enjoying it because otherwise it sometimes feels like it's just going out into the ether. Yeah, and that's true. Like, yeah, you can look and see that people have yeah. viewed it. But you're like, well, did they like it? Yeah. Um, but then I think it was funny actually. I watched a video this morning about this, and people were saying, if people don't engage, don't worry because there are lots of lurkers mm. out there.
0: Yes. Um, I wonder if we saw the same thing. Was it a Facebook sponsored hmm. ad or something? I don't know. There was, was a, a video of that two part, people on yeah. the same video. <laughs> but they, it was such a good video. I think I did actually comment on that video <laughs> because I thought, oh, that's great because you. You've timed it so well, because I have been questioning, does anybody actually read this?
1: Yeah. Tonight? So, oh, cool. I had <laughs> that, a friend, yeah. did. Well, I had a friend the other day say to me, and funnily enough, she's actually recommended me for some work in, in her company. And she said to me, I really like reading your Facebook post, did I feel like she said, all right, I know you, but I feel like you're sort of sitting next to me, talking to me, and I really enjoy them. And, oh, wow. Um, but, and she said, oh, but I should really like them, shouldn't I? And I was like, yes, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like, And then, is that because, like, you've sat down at some point to say, this is my ideal client, and this is how I should talk to them, and have you actually gone through that process, or has it been very organic, like... This is this is me anyway, and this is how I talk. And
1: um, I think it's been a bit of both, really. I mean, I like you said earlier, HR is so vast, and um, you know, it's it's weird actually because you know, training in HR, you're an HR sort of generalist. So when someone tells you to be specific, you're like, well, I can't be because you want a skills framework built. Yeah. I'll do it. You want me to recruit somebody? I'll do that. Um, and I also do a lot of training, so I think. What I've tried to do is focus on a different area or a different skill. Yeah, um, and then kind of go right. Okay, so at the moment I'm going to push the training, so I'm going to add people like mm. learning and development managers yeah. or whatever. And then um, at the moment I'm um, I because I worked for a charity charity for ten years, um, and I worked. I did. I had a client last year that was a charity. Um, I'm finding I'm missing um, working with charities. So my target at the moment is charity CEOs. So it it varies. I just... And then in terms of content, um, I try to use language that, um, you know, not HR speak really, because Mm. obviously, you know, I know we can really like a bit of jargon in HR, (laughs) which nobody else really understands. (laughs) And um, so I try to use sort of, you know, language that everyone gets, and also yeah. just show a bit of who I am, because yeah. I think people, people buy from people, mm. don't they? Oh, so. yes, definitely. Yeah. And,
0: and they're very kind of like, ironic, because you are HR. Yeah. this <laughs> is <you're,
1: you're> people? <laughs> the next thing I've got of Bravest videos, but... um
0: Oh, really? You know, What's holding you back?
1: I'm just awful on camera. No, but away. awful, <laughs> what way? I like, just, I tried it. At Christmas, I did an Advent calendar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... But every day in December, I posted, like, a little tip on LinkedIn, yeah, um, and it covered everything from HR staff to time management or whatever, and and, um, so I thought, one day, I thought, right, I'll film the tip, and I just looked so wooden and serious and awful in it that um, I just deleted it and typed it. Oh,
0: bless. (laughs) Oh, I think, I personally think, like, talking to me now, You honestly, you seem really natural and everything, and, like, you it's as if there isn't a mic stuck in front of us but i i would say with videos i would i'd keep doing it and just keep filming filming them and then i wouldn't delete it if you if you really hate it that much just keep it on your phone and just don't post it but i think the more you post it the more it'll be fine like um because I had that same fear, and I've just jumped and did it. I think I did um, recently. I've done two videos for the local preschool because I'm helping them um, s- set up their spring fair. And um, a group of us, we've been asking local businesses for uh, donations, and loads of people have donated stuff. Uh, so I thought, oh, this is brilliant, and the prizes are really great. I'm going to do a video to promote it. Um and just to show people, like, what the prizes looked like. Because mm. one of the prizes is a Nando's chicken check. Have you heard of a chicken no. check? i never seen a chicken check before. I'm fascinated. This is what, like, motivated me to do a video. Because I was like, people need to share. I need to share a chicken check. Because I didn't <laughs> know they existed. Um, but, yeah, one of the raffle prizes is a chicken check. So I did it. And I felt the same as you. I, wa- I watched a little bit back. I couldn't watch the whole thing. Because I cringed. Um, but I thought, oh, the content is still good. I'm just going to do it. Um, yeah, so I just did it. And like, uh, one of the dads work in the film industry and he came up to me and went, that video was brilliant, that was oh. really good. And I just thought, oh, if someone in the film industry likes it, then it must, then it be, all must right. be all right. Then it must yeah. be all right. So, um, yeah, I'd go for it. I'm going to, I'm going to help you. Okay. I'm going to help film you <laughs> or something. What's we'll, we'll sell out. Okay, cool. So, um... It's a, we kind of digress from LinkedIn yeah. but anyway chatting about LinkedIn I totally from chatting to you I totally feel like yeah I'm inspired yeah. I go, I've got some things that I'm going to get on and and do and then maybe like in a few months time we could like have a catch up yes. and us, this is what else I've learned exactly um, or I could ask you questions like this is what I've read about have you done it yeah and then we could do that um and and then in terms of actually in terms of tips, if uh, if there is anyone out there um, who was like worked in HR before and they want to go out on their like on their own, what advice would you give to them? Cool. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think um, it's funny actually because I do actually meet up with um, other HR consultants who maybe have just set up their businesses and stuff and um, like. They always say to me, like, you know, where do you find clients, that kind of thing. I, and I always say to them, follow Tracy Hopkins on LinkedIn because she's, like, the guru on it. Um, and she does a lot of free webinars and stuff, which are really helpful. Um, and then um, there's a couple of Facebook groups, um, the HR Ninjas and the HR Freelancers. Is, um a really good source of networking and information. Um, and then you've just got to be yourself. And, you know think about for me like I if you enjoy what you do Mm. then obviously you're good at it and it comes across so um you know I I mean I like all aspects but like I say my real thing is the the, that sort of nitty-gritty investigation side so I quite often say if I'm catching up with a solicitor oh have you got a really juicy investigation (laughs) (laughs) so I think it's just Just (laughs) make links with you know anyone you can Mm. accountants um like one of my first clients I got chatting to in the pub and like you know he, then the next thing I'm working for him. Oh, so amazing. you've just gotta and you never know where you, you mm. know where your next lead is coming from. Okay. Um so I would say, you know, go for it, but um you've gotta really get that LinkedIn and that social media thing right, and it's not gonna happens straight away so you can't we were talking about it earlier you can't be like oh i've done this for a day and it hasn't worked yeah you've got to give it some time
0: yeah yeah i was listening to a podcast last night um it's it was being freelance podcast and it's i can't remember which episode it is but i'll put a link in the show notes but it was the one where steve foland does the podcast and he was at a live event in uh, IPSC event up in Manchester, and he he uh, recorded the whole panel discussion, and they were talking about um, networking and net, uh, LinkedIn and getting leads. And this one lady said that um, quite often her leads are people she has conversation with for a year if not more before they actually become clients so yeah I guess it's patience is a virtue yeah
1: and I think also um, I've read quite a lot about this just on people's posts that HR consultants yeah all right, they are your competitors in some ways but like link up with them meet up with them because you've all got different areas of expertise so you can recommend each other and I've got like some of my um you know, my leads come mm. from other HR consultants that I've come across or, yeah. or worked with um, and built those relationships.
0: And then you never know if they've, like, fulfilled their capacity. Yeah. Or there must be some projects where you need, like, joint people. Exactly. Because there's enough work. Because um, uh, in my line of work, that happens as well sometimes. Oh, no, that's a really good tip. Like, don't be afraid. So... You've been telling everyone, don't be afraid of LinkedIn mm. and don't be afraid of linking with other HR consultants. They're not really your competitors. And I'm telling you, don't be afraid to do a video. <laughs> Okay, <yeah. laughs> Oh, brilliant. Well, I think we've rounded it up quite nicely. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, thank you so much, Natalie, thank for you. our little chat. I so think right. I flirt <laughs> so much and now I just want to go on LinkedIn and have a go. Um, go and then it. we can have a catch-up later. Cool. Brilliant. Thank you. Okay, bye. As always, if you enjoyed this p- episode, please subscribe, share with others and rate on iTunes. I would love to hear from you, whether it's uh, feedback or if you've got any ideas for guests or anyone you think would be good on the show, let me know. You can email me on podcast at uk. You can also follow me on Instagram at the handle at wemakeitwork underscore. You can also search for us on LinkedIn Uh, with we make it work podcast I also have another feature where you can leave an audio message for me which I can then include in the show I would love for you to take part in the show in this way so to do that you need to go to anchor.fm slash we make it work with dashes in between the words we make it work forward slash message. So just to clarify, I'll spell out the whole URL. It's anchor.fm forward slash we dash make dash it dash work forward slash message. And that they'll be in the show notes anyway, the URL. And uh, thank you for listening. And bye.